0: Hey, this is Kat. Hi, I'm Sadie Seeger.
1: Hey, this is Christian. Hey, I'm Greg.
0: And you're listening to the Mountain Movers Podcast.
1: Hey, we all know what's going on. COVID-19 is everything. And we've all had to make some sudden shifts to our day-to-day. I spoke to a few people about the situation. Kat, Sadie, Chris, and Greg. We talk hurdles, perspective, and what's keeping them busy. It's hard. We all know it's hard. But we're doing our part by staying home, and that's what's really going to move some mountains. <laughs> so just a heads up, I'm using Anchor to record through their phone call type feature. It's not the quality I'm used to, but we're creating with what we have. And in these times, you do what you got to do to keep going. With that being said, let's get to it. Cue that intro in 3, 2, one. This is the Mountain Movers Podcast, a platform for you, the ones with a voice to be heard, but no microphone to speak it. This is your time, your chance to become more than they believe you are, more than you believe you are. So let's do this together. How are you
2: doing? Um, I don't know. I feel like it's a lot to process, because, like, when we were growing up, like, we we grew up through SARS, but this was never a situation that was as elevated as it is right now. So, for a minute there, I don't think I really processed what was going on. Like, the first day of quarantine, I was actually at work, and I was like, oh, this isn't a big deal. Like, it's just going to blow over in a couple of days, but... I had a coworker run up to me being like, they're closing the American border. I got to go. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, do your thing, go. Made sure she was safe, but I didn't really like process. And I think like not processing it is really a luxury right now because it means I'm not close enough to it to have realized how big it is. But I personally, I have the luxury of being okay. Like, my bosses have put me on leave. I have employment insurance. Like, I'm fine. But it is, like, it's hard to think about how many people aren't fine, you know?
1: It's, like, a sudden shift in normality. Mm-hmm. And so I guess I'm just wondering what you've been doing to cope.
2: Um, whenever something really bad happens, like, I've always, like, we're both artists. We always turn to art. But I've been focusing a lot on things I've been kind of putting off. Like, I... I had something I heard recently was don't start a new hobby just because it's you have the time. Try to finish the things that you have been putting off. So I've been baking a lot. You know that about me. I've been learning uh, French again because I stopped doing French lessons a couple years ago. Um, and with baking, I've been learning to bake with uh, unusual ingredients because of all the hoarding that's been going on. I've had to use alternative ingredients, which is kind of... A, cool lesson and well not cool but it's interesting to learn how to bake without all of the normal immediate ingredients. ingredients that you would yeah. have yeah like because like you'd think oh yeah you can get eggs you can get butter but you go to the grocery store in my house I live in like a decently populated suburban town so you go to the grocery store near my house and there's absolutely nothing. <laughs> Like, it's, it's a ghost town and something like it's something that feels very foreign, but like you look at it and you're like, this can't be real, but it is. Yeah. So, um, but that feels like I don't know, I'm coping, but I think I'm coping. Yeah, it's, one of these days, I'm going to crack. It's
1: kind of like a day to day thing, right? Like, you're, yeah. you're learning so much about yourself one day and then Absolutely. learning something new the next day, and then realizing you actually hate this one thing one day and then maybe love it the next.
2: Mm-hmm. We have all this free because,
1: time on our hands, so, I mean, all we really have are
2: our thoughts and our feelings, right? Exactly. Like, this is a perfect time to learn how you self-soothe and cope with yourself. Like, how to be with yourself is a perfect time to learn how to do
1: so that. So, what have you personally learned about yourself?
2: Um You know, as a child, my mom always told me that I was that kid that had to have five things going at once to even feel slightly occupied. Like I would be watching the TV, coloring in a coloring book, and playing with like action figures. But I think I've realized that that was like a preconception I had about myself and that I'm actually really, I can be more calm and more focused than I really thought I could be. So like when I'm doing something, I try to focus my time on doing that one thing and it feels way less busy and way more productive. Um, so I've learned that I can be more focused and more calm. And I think I've learned that I am in general, a more calm person than I thought I was because maybe it's because I haven't processed the whole situation fully, but I feel like I've been more calm and more logical about the situation and tried to take my feelings out of it for the most part. that feels like a new thing I've learned about myself because usually I'm a very like empathetic person. Yeah. But I feel like I've been more logical about everything. Yeah.
1: You know? It's all starting to kind of fall into place and click.
2: Yeah. And like it's almost like a fight or flight mode. Like if I'm going to fight, I got to be here and I got to be fully logical. And I can't be, not that there's anything wrong with it, but I can't be sitting being upset about it if I'm going to move forward, at least in my opinion. So
1: once this is all over, what's the first thing you're going to do with your time? outside of the house, when the whole quarantine is lifted.
2: A hundred percent. I am on that train, and I am going to see my grandmother. She lives in downtown core by herself. This woman is 87, but I swear that she is coping with all of this better than anyone. Um, She's lived through a lot. Like, she used to work in Israel in the orphanages. Like, she's a really thick-skinned lady, but I just want to see her, and I want to, like, Maybe it's maybe it's more for me. Like I'm not even I'm worried about her, but I'm not even more worried about her. Like I just want to see her and I want to be around her. Like the woman is, she has 21 grandkids that are calling her, and she's Jeez. like almost done with us calling her at this point. Yeah, we have a we have a big Scottish family. Okay, like like our family is dense, but she's almost done with all of us calling her. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay. I'm sewing masks. Move uh. on. And, and I need that energy, you know? Like, I just, she's always been that person I'm sure it's, like,
1: every day. She One of you guys calls her, and then she hangs up, and then she gets the next call, and then 30 seconds later, the next call. 100%. So
2: <laughs> she is the most popular woman in our family. Like, everyone wants to talk to her, and she's like, I'm trying to sew. Leave me alone. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Uh, but, yeah, I, I just, I want to see her. Is she safe? I just, she is safe. She is well taken care of. Um, and she keeps saying, oh, I've been through worse. It's fine. Yeah. So yeah. she's really pragmatic about the whole thing, which is something I'm trying to do. I guess that adds perspective. Right? Yeah, like 100%. She she lived through the war. She lived through my grandfather and my uncle having cancer. Like, She has lived through so much more than I could ever imagine. And the fact that she's like, this is going to be fine, yeah. is really, like, she, if anyone knew, she knows.
1: Yeah, Wow, that's 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 pretty inspiring. I mean, that, that just gives us hope.
0: Mhm.
2: She is. She's the, the top dog. She she knows like if I know how to calm me down, that's that one. So woman. with that inspiration
1: being said, if you had one tip or one piece of inspiration, what would you pass on to someone listening?
2: Something that I'm trying to do that I don't think I don't think my grandmother could have applied to this, but she, she could. Um, I'm trying to limit my time on social media and on news media because there's so much news coming out so often that isn't, off, isn't really the best news that you could hear. Yeah. Um, something I'm trying to do is, like, I'm trying to know my limit of how much I can take because there's only so much grief that one person can take at one time. Yeah. You gotta stay informed, but you gotta also stay conscious of how much carrying with you and how heavy that can be. Because there's a difference between staying informed and being over informed and being weighed down by it. Because at the end of the day, we do have to move forward. Like this is the situation. We gotta figure out how to deal with it. But we also have to figure out how to move forward. And yeah. I don't know. Also, social media makes me angry. People my age hanging out with each other and like having parties when they really should be more cautious. I'm yeah. like, oh, man, I can't deal with all that, like, the anger that comes with it. Like, yeah. you can tell them you can, but there's only so much you can do. Like, you can only take care of yourself at this point. Yeah.
1: It's for them to figure out on their own, right?
2: Like, I think this is a learning opportunity for a lot of people That like, what you need isn't necessarily yeah. what you have to yeah. have. Like, you, you, you need something, but if you want something, it's not a necessity. Right. And I think it's, like, like I want to be with my friends. I want to be hanging out with people that I care about. But there's a certain point where you got to say, you know, what, it's safer for everyone if I just sit. And even if you're miserable, if you just sit and live yeah, through absolutely. it. And then we'll all be absolutely. better for it.
1: Well, for oh. well, thank you so much for uh, chatting yeah. with us, Kat.
2: Yeah. No, absolutely. Anytime.
1: get to it I was really like when you dropped that response in my Instagram in my story you said you spoke about how it's hard to find motivation within the situation yeah and I think I just want to hear more about that like could you elaborate specify give examples
0: yeah definitely um I think something that has like been very prominent for me is social media like during this time and um like how that motivates me like if I see something someone doing something on social media I'm like I have to be doing something but it's not like from myself yeah I guess and like normally I just have a structure of going to ballet yeah and like having class set out for me and like all I have to do is show up and like my whole class shows up it's like what you do yeah but now if I see my class is like Someone's doing a ballet class. I'm like, fuck, now I have to do a (laughs) ballet class, you know? I feel that same pressure, but it's not, like, for myself, which I want it to be.
1: Yeah. So, like, is it kind of a sense of, like, routine? Like, you're trying to create routine for yourself because you're so used to the same routine day after day?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: So you're trying to keep some kind of stability and, like, normality? Yeah. So how are you personally coping with the sudden shift in normality
0: um i i definitely was in like a rut at the start Mm -hmm. but now um now i'm like writing out everything like literally everything that i want to do in a day and like checking it off
1: (laughs) i do the same thing in my notes
0: yeah exactly it's like the only way i can keep my head straight and also like keep track of the days and like what I'm doing every day.
1: So what's been keeping you busy?
0: Um, <laughs> really, like, dumb things, like, cooking. Not dumb, but, like, very basic, like, just things that I would always do. Like, I'm, like, literally writing down, I'm, like, cook this. Like, move a little bit. Like, do something. Yeah. Like, even if it's just for myself. Yeah. Um, talk to, I have, like, a list of people I want to talk to. Yeah. So, like, Every day, I try to call someone new. Um, yeah, I'm all alone here, so it's very hard.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. So are you kind of learning new things about yourself being alone?
0: Um, I don't think yet, but I hope so. One day? Yeah, hopefully. I think it'll all be learning, a learning like process. Well, I guess... Like, even if... I watch Netflix all day. I'm like, well, that's what I would do. (laughs) Yeah.
1: No, I get that. I think when this first started, um, I was also alone. Like, in Toronto, I'm back in Ottawa now. But I was Mm -hmm. alone in my apartment. And I was, like, at first I was kind of excited. I'm like, oh, my God, like, a break, you know? Like, Like, I guess in, like, such a shitty situation, I saw it as, like, time to actually rest and time to actually do nothing and that got old so fast like I, yeah. like I was like okay like I don't need to run I don't need to work out I don't need to dance I don't need to like go to work I don't need to like do homework for a while I don't need to like it was thing after thing after thing and then my body started to really crave it like I yeah I, I almost didn't even believe it I was like dude like you really don't need to do it you don't need to do it but I really wanted to and I think that like kind of opens up this kind of genuine this genuine craving for like movement or like activity physical activity or even just like productivity like being produ- being productive is something I actually enjoy, and mm-hmm. that that's something that I learned about myself
0: yeah i I think the same.
1: Yeah.
0: I've definitely learned that now that I'm like thinking about it so... like even just the improv every day is like it's just showing me how important dance is to my life and like moving is to my life. yeah. Like, I think I would die.
1: <laughs> I think that was the hardest. That was the hardest part, like it being like my last year and stuff, like not being able to finish, and like oh yeah, it it was so sudden, you know. We we ended with that last class, like with our classes combined, and like never in the in the years that I was at Ryerson, like did I think that that would be my last class, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: So, what has been like the hardest hurdle for you, like to overcome?
0: Huh. Um, I think I'm still overcoming it right now because, um, like, I'm in Toronto by myself, and I'm trying to figure out if I should go home, and I think that that's going to be, like, a really big decision. Yeah. Like, it is a big decision, and I still don't know what to do, and I think, I don't know. I'm very overthinking it a lot. Like, I don't know. There's just lots of factors. Like, if I'm here, I have my own space, and if I go home, like, I don't know. I don't have as much space, and I also have to self-isolate from my family for two weeks. So it's just a lot of, like, moving parts. So I think, I don't know. Yeah.
1: Do you know if you're, you leaning towards one side or?
0: Uh, I don't know. I really yeah. don't know. It's so even, like, my pros and cons list is so even. But um, I think that I'm, like, leaning towards staying here, but then thinking about being alone for, like, three months at a time. <laughs> Yeah. It's so crazy. I don't know if I could do that.
1: It's easy to think about, like, well, no one really knows how long this is going to go on for. So it's easy to think about, like, oh, yeah, I could last a couple more days or I could last a couple more weeks. But then past mm-hmm. that, it's like you start to enter, like, unknown territory, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
1: But once this is over, I guess, like, thinking in the future, like, what what's the first thing you're going to do when the quarantine rule lifts?
0: oh yeah oh shit um i want to have like a big party with all my friends yeah (laughs) for my birthday because my birthday will probably be in quarantine but let's go i don't know taking dance class with everybody will be so like i was like listening to this thing and it was like there's gonna be a huge boom like like huge of like energy and everything after this yeah and i'm just really excited for that it's gonna be fun (laughs)
1: <laughs> I guess it it makes it makes you realize like what you value over everything else and by the sounds of it it sounds like people and dance like really resonate with yeah. you.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: That's so sweet. <laughs> well, if you had one piece of advice, one tip, one piece of inspiration that you wanted to kind of share with someone listening, what would that be just given like your experience so far?
0: Hmm. I think, um, appreciate like what you have in the moment. And I've learned that I was talking to like with a group of people and like just how like things were taken away from your class and taken away from the second years. And like, I feel very lucky to be in third year, like right now, but like just not, just not taking like those things for granted and, like, yeah. really experiencing my time at Ryerson, especially the next year, like, that it was taken away from people and that it doesn't have to be a horrible thing, you know? Yeah. It can be something that's that's good, like, live through every day and don't just yeah. be mundane about it.
1: Yeah. It's easy to just kind of go through the motions until there's no more emotions, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly.
1: I think that's something that I'm learning, too. Like, I'm very fortunate to be able to, like... I've turned to running because um it's something that you know you don't you can do alone, something that doesn't require any equipment, and that's the same with dance and like mm-hmm. i've I've danced for myself as well, and like it it goes to show like what really makes me feel better in such a difficult time,
0: yeah, mm-hmm,
1: and I think yeah, that's definitely something to kind of think about,
0: mm-hmm.
1: So, like, how's your family? How's, like, how are they coping?
0: Uh, I think they're okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, my stepdad is, is like, 60, and uh, he has, like, immune compromise. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: he's very staying home.
1: That's why yeah. I would
0: have to self-isolate if I go home. Yeah. Like, literally in a hotel, probably. <laughs> so, um Yeah. I, they're good though. My mom's working from home, so good. They do want me to go back, but I don't know.
1: But you're just still Let's deciding. See.
0: Yeah, still deciding. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it's cool to have all these resources, like, like like Vicky has been sending us like this, uh, like this class and that class and this Zoom, and that Zoom. Yeah. You know?
0: No, it's a really amazing how like the dance community is coming together, like in a whole in like the whole world it's so crazy there's classes that i would never have taken and now i'm like they're available for
1: me with with that company and this company right? yeah like like, on the other wow. side of the world yeah it's ridiculous no i i think it's incredible too i mean it just goes to show that you're not alone like people are feeling the same thing
0: yeah mm-hmm. right mm-hmm.
1: and maybe like when you feel like you are alone like that's when you get an email like take this class and I'm like okay yeah
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah definitely
1: well thank you Sadie for chatting with me
0: no worries it's fun
1: <laughs> hello hey man I don't know what happened is this better
3: yeah it is slightly better is it, you're lying it's not better no sorry on friendship okay what'd you do I'll put AirPods in. Yeah, yeah, that actually
1: work. Oh, so how you been? I'm all right. You? I think as good as anyone can be in this situation.
3: Yeah, I can't complain.
1: Yeah, I have it pretty good. I actually, I just got off the, I guess the phone or the recording with uh, my buddy Greg, and I was telling him that really, <laughs> I have nothing to complain about. I have a nice place I'm staying at, I can watch as many movies as I want, I can go for a run, I'm still working, I have enough money to eat, you know?
3: Yeah, I have a way to talk to my family. Exactly. Yeah. Puts
1: things into perspective. Yeah. So what have you been doing to keep busy?
3: Um, honestly, I've built a pretty solid routine uh, that I try to keep myself accountable for. So um, I try to wake up at the same time every day, go to bed at the same time every day. Uh, My routine kind of involves, like, I like to watch something somewhat educational in the morning uh, while I have my coffee and stuff. So right now I've been watching a series of interviews by David Letterman on Netflix. Nice. Uh, Then I try to do, like, a workout or more dance. Um, Lately it's been more workouts. I haven't felt like dancing, Um, and uh, then I try to get some schoolwork done to finish it off, and uh, then I make dinner and watch some TV show and go to bed.
1: And you've been doing that every day?
3: Yeah, pretty much. It feels like Groundhog Day.
1: Yeah, it's it's on a loop, eh? Yeah. So is this something you implemented right away as soon as you knew that the quarantine was happening, or was this something that you found you know, a few days later, a few weeks later?
3: Um, I think I tried to do it right away. I like to have a schedule and I like to wake up early and, and kind of win the day as yeah. early as I can. Yeah. So that's just my way of, of feeling like I'm being productive.
1: No, it's and I mean, I've been doing this the whole time. It's is something I've actually found maybe a week ago, but it's, the only way I've been able to keep my like keep myself accountable for anything going on or anything I have to do i'll uh, make a list of maybe like seven or eight things and if I can get at least four of them crossed off, I call the day productive
3: yeah same i do a I do a list too yeah
1: so what has been the hardest hurdle for you to overcome bro
3: um It's hard Um, just being, like, locked inside and trying not to get, try not to be controlled by fear. Yeah. Um, Because the media, uh, news sources, although they do a great job at at spreading uh, information that we need to know, they also do a great job at uh, instilling, like, fear into us and, uh, you know, brainwashing us to think a certain way um, so it's really easy to get wrapped up into that and to be afraid um, so I think the hardest thing is just to kind of dissect through all those <clears throat> information sources and to not uh, to make my own decisions and not to get wrapped up in all of that
1: don't you find that hard
3: very yeah um, it's there's like an overflow of information and you don't know what to believe and what not to believe. And one person tells you one thing and another person tells you another thing and everyone thinks they have the answers or the best way of doing it. And you don't know if you should believe your government or not. And it's super hard, but I think at the end of the day you just have to trust your gut. I think that that's what that saying is meant for is to like, we all have our, our instinct and, now is the time to really trust it.
1: So I know that yeah, you've been doing your part. You've been staying inside for the last however many days, however many weeks it's, it's really been. 24, yeah. 24 days inside. And what, what do you leave mm-hmm. for? Uh, I leave
3: for groceries. I leave, uh, I went for a couple of walks. Um, I am lucky enough to have like a courtyard that is like exclusive to my unit. So I can go outside, but, and uh, now we've, we've, uh, we're babysitting a dog for a little bit. So I, I walk in in the morning, but that's pretty much it. Wow, man. So what do you miss yeah. most? Um, I'm, yesterday I came to a realization that I'm starting to miss like human beings and talking to my friends in person, I'm kind of getting tired of talking through a device. It's getting a little bit annoying to always be on my phone because we're using it so much more. So much. Because it's our only way of talking to people. Yeah. So I'm getting a little tired of, like, always touching my phone and clicking the button and stuff like that. It's getting on my nerves, Yeah. (laughs) honestly. So I wish I could just go throw a football outside right now, especially because it's spring. Uh, Good old pigskin. Yeah, with some
1: country music. Yeah, I'm craving that. Yeah. It's hard, man. Yeah. What have you learned about yourself, though, given the circumstances, given the, cir- the situation?
3: Um, I've learned that I've learned some things that I kind of already knew, but I really put them into practice. Uh, like the fact that I'm, a, I'm an autonomous person. I always knew that I was um, the majority of my personality was as like an introvert. And I always knew that I was, you know, okay being on my own, but this has really taken it to the next level. And I, I've learned that I, you know, like if I had to be in a situation where it was just me, I have the tools to figure it out myself and keep myself in check Yeah. Uh, that I don't, that I don't need, you know, uh, to work out. I don't necessarily need to spend money on a personal trainer because I'm my own personal trainer yeah. for, as an example, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Like you have more knowledge than you really thought.
3: Yeah, exactly. Mm, wow. Mm.
1: So once this is all over, I want to say I don't know exactly how long it's going to last for, but what do you think the first thing you're going to do when
3: the quarantine rule? Uh, go see my family.
1: Yeah, that's big.
3: Yeah, I usually always uh, see them around this time of year. Um, so it's been a pretty long stretch since i've seen them and you know it just makes you when you have all this time to think you know it just makes you think like those are the people that are most important yeah so
1: yeah okay just to wrap things up if you had kind of one tip or piece of advice you wanted to give to someone listening right now what would that be
3: listen to the directions stay at home um Get some fresh air if you can. Only go out if you need to, and uh, don't feel so pressured to um, have to renew yourself or find yourself in this. You know, it's okay to just chill and yeah. eat and watch Netflix. Yeah, that's something that that's something I really needed to hear, man. Yeah, like it's not everyone saying like, oh, this is the time to try all the things you wanted to do, take up a new hobby, yeah. like you know, like learn Mandarin, mm-hmm. like. <laughs> no like you don't have to do that you don't have to find yourself it's not a a crazy spiritual journey it's just you do do what makes you happy yeah
1: hold on to that
3: yeah
1: all right man thank you You're Welcome.
3: Hey, man.
1: yo can you hear
4: me oh yes i can let's go clearly yeah, yeah, it's it's good. It's clear. I could see like your icon too. Hey, let's go. It's kinda like talking on the phone. Mm-hmm. How you been? Good, good. How how are you? <laughs> I'm good, man.
1: I think as good as anyone can be in this kind of time, you know?
4: Yeah, yeah, same here. Just trying to stay healthy, you know, physically, mentally, right? Absolutely. But I mean taking it day by day. Exactly. <laughs> and it kinda hit
1: us almost by surprise. I feel like we, Mm -hmm. like no one really knew what to do. And I I personally still feel like I don't know what to do. I'm kind of exactly taking it day by day.
4: Yeah. I mean, that's really all we can do at this point. Like there's so much uncertainty and, you know, I'm I'm not sure if you've been watching the news much at all, but, you know, they keep saying how it's, this could go on for a few more months, you know, maybe even years, hopefully not, but it's really, we're at kind of a time right now where there's, a huge amount of uncertainty for the future, you know, of the economy and of people and healthcare and stuff like that. So r- nobody really knows, you know, what's what the world is going to look like in a few months' time, and it's it's scary for sure. Like, I'm a lot of people are afraid. You know, I, I definitely, I'm um, one of those people from time to time. But you know, there's certain things we can do, I think, to calm ourselves down. And so, what does that look like to you? Honestly, man, I probably like like most people. I'm just trying to stay healthy, like physically and mentally. You know, keep a good routine, keep a level head. Yeah, uh, those kind of things. Um, like in terms of what I do on a day-to-day basis, let's. It's mostly like physical exercise, like trying to keep a routine. Uh, I've been trying to pick up new hobbies as well. Like you know, I've been kind of juggling the soccer ball nice. randomly on the hey, driveway. Let's go. It's just for fun, you know. Uh, there's no you know point to it. It's just kind of puts a smile on my face, it's good exercise, uh, spend time in the sun, you know, just get, get as much fresh air as I can while obviously, you know, doing the social distancing. Yeah. Um, also, yeah, just picking up garbage around the neighborhood sometimes whenever I see some, just trying to do some kind of good with this, you know, the circumstances that I'm in, with the, the shoes that I'm in right now. So yeah. it's just, you know, trying to make the most of, of this time and this kind of, situation that we are in right now so what's been your kind of main way of, of dealing with this shift i mean it's 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 tough to say like uh it, we're really just trying to keep a level head you know like uh not watching too much news like i still want to be informed and know what's going on out there but i don't want to let it get to me too much so i don't right. want to um you know consume too much of it that i'm always in that fight or flight mode you know yeah so I still want to kind of uh, be still as much as I can on the inside and make the make informed decisions. Uh, so do do the right thing do 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 this do the thing that's that's unselfish. so so not always just thinking about myself, but thinking about the whole. So, for example, like not going out and um, you know, hanging out with friends or whatever just because, I know that I may not get the virus, but, you know, thinking about other people who are more vulnerable, who I could maybe spread the virus to. Yeah. So just thinking bigger than myself and really, as I said, just trying to stay healthy as much as I can physically and mentally. Right. Like reading books, keeping up with studies, getting lots of sleep, <laughs> uh, you know, that kind of stuff. So, you know, like simple stuff, honestly. How, how how would you say, I've I've talked to a lot of people and, their biggest fear
1: is not the routine, it's not the staying inside, but it's the falling into habits that they normally wouldn't be drawn to, but mm-hmm. but within this self-isolation, they feel kind of no other way out. Do you know what I mean by that? Like, people, people feel as though they can't find the routine. People feel like they can't feel things that they normally would feel when we weren't in quarantine. Mm-hmm. And so I guess the bigger question is, what have you learned about yourself primarily above all else?
4: Uh, like to answer your question really about the difficulty of finding routine, I, I think it's, it's, it's definitely not an easy thing to do. I mean, I struggle with it uh, like most of the time as well. I wouldn't, I'm, I would be lying if I said that I'm always keeping a routine and I'm always sticking to it. You know, that's kind of an too high of a standard to have for ourselves, but really in a a situation like that, I I'd say self-discipline is really the key. I mean, self-control, like it's, it's obviously easier said than done, but, uh, if you can, you know, kind of analyze yourself in a way and like, reflect on yourself which is also something that this uh you know extraordinary circumstance is providing for us there's a lot of time for self-reflection and that's something that i would encourage you know other people to do is to really reflect on on your own life and what's you know what works for you what doesn't what serves you what doesn't and try and try and focus on what does serve you now going back to your other question is is what i've learned about myself and about the world around me is just really how dependent we are on each other I mean you know you you obviously relate to this that we we are we are social beings you know we like to be around each other and we need each other you know nobody can survive independently on this planet in this society and I've really you know that's just something that I've realized about myself and I'm sure you have too that this is you know you, you can't go through this in alone you know you have to stay connected with friends you have to you know, support uh, the, the hive as much as you can, yeah. the whole. Yeah. And, th- you know, th- that's a crucial, crucial thing to do in times like this. You can't just isolate yourself and say, okay, you know, I can survive on my own because really, you know, I think that none of us can, you know, we need each other to survive.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's really well said. Mm-hmm. So, Greg, what's yeah. the first thing you're going to
4: do when the quarantine rule lifts? Honestly, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I'm, it's, it, it's tough to say because, like, at this point, we, we don't know how long this is going to go on for. Yeah. So I, I'm not too focused on, you know, getting to this, you know, that point when when, we're, when the quarantine rule lifts and then doing this one thing, you know, so I can finally, you know, you know, feel normal again. A certain way. And you feel normal again. Like, at this point, you know, the mindset that I'm trying to carry is just adapt, you know, uh, try and get through this situation first, and then when when all this is over, you know we can focus on you know doing doing those things again. But I mean, if I had to give you an answer, it'd be probably be something like you know hang out with friends or something, yeah. or you know go go get ice cream or to go to the movies or something. Just pr- simple stuff, man. It's it's stuff it's, that we that's, took that's for granted. Thing day.
1: That, huh? Stuff that we kind of took for granted.
4: Yeah, yeah, exactly, right on. Like things that. You know, we didn't really appreciate before this quarantine rule got implemented, and uh, I would just probably be much more appreciative of doing something simple like, you know, going to the movies or hanging out with friends or, you know, something like that. Yeah, I totally feel that. What about you, man? Tell me, tell me what would you do, what you would do. <laughs>
1: uh, I I, I want to say the same thing, man. I think I would. I <laughs> see. With running, I've always done it. I mean, like, I've been drawn to doing it alone, but I miss running with friends. I miss running with a group of people, kind of, like, all mm-hmm. running towards that same goal. Um, it gets lonely doing it alone, um, but the one thing that was taken away from me that that really, really hurt was... Uh, so I'm graduating this year, and uh, mm-hmm. with school, we had... Uh, my class had a one final show, And the cool thing was that our teachers got two choreographers from Spain to come in and work with us. And uh, it was cut short, obviously, instead of having three weeks with them and then a show, we had four days with them and no show. Um, But I think I really want to find a way to dance with those people one more time. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, maybe not one more time, but I mean, in honor of what we missed. You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. it was cut short, just very suddenly, and uh, we—I I guess no one really knew what was going on. We didn't really process it until you know I was back in Ottawa, and this person was back in BC, and this person was, you know.
4: Yeah. Like so I guess. So that. I guess
1: just like seeing friends doing what we
4: all really love
1: and appreciating it in that moment for what it is.
4: Yeah, that's. That's very yeah. true. It's a very wise thing. Just just appreciate, you know, gratitude. That's the yeah, key. It
1: really is the key. And I'm right. I'm trying to practice that a lot right now. There's a lot to be upset about. Like mm-hmm. really. But I don't have it like I, I don't have it as bad as some people around the world right now. Yeah. And like I'm very fortunate. You know, I'm in quarantine with a couple buddies. I have money for groceries. I'm mm-hmm. I'm still working and like things could be a lot worse. I can still go for a run, you know, I can watch a yeah. movie. Like that really is, that that doesn't sound
4: that bad, does it? Yeah, yeah. It's, that's That's another thing is that putting our situation in perspective, you know, it really, it can often ease, you know, the suffering that we experience. If we look at some of the things that people are going through, I mean, obviously it's horrible. Like, you know, people who are living paycheck to paycheck and who can't, really afford rent or afford groceries things like that or have to take care of their kids who you know are being homeschooled and also teach their kids at the same time i mean there's there's people out there who are you know dealing with way tougher circumstances so it's uh yeah it definitely helps to put it in perspective so greg if you had one tip or one piece of
1: inspiration anything that could be passed on to someone else what would you what would you give them
4: So I know these are stressful times uh, for all of us and then panic and fear seem to be spreading faster than the virus itself Uh, but really one thing I would try and hit home is that we are going to get through this. You know we've as a civilization as a society we've been through you know much worse in history and this is really just another obstacle that is testing us. I honestly think that you know we've we, we've been through much worse, and we are, we are going to get through this, and we're going to be okay. I mean, it may not be smooth, it may not be easy. I'm not saying that it will be, but as a society, I, I believe that we, you know, as, as humans, we can persevere like, like no other. You know, we can, we can face challenge, mm-hmm. we can face adversity, and then we can come out on the top or on the other side as better and as, as wiser. I would really, really encourage people during this time. You know, don't let this time go to waste. You know, use this time, this free time, as an opportunity. Use it as an opportunity to reevaluate, to reflect, to really see what's important in life and what matters. You know, please don't let this time go to waste. Use this obstacle as an opportunity and make the most of this time uh, while you still can.
1: I really appreciate your optimism, Greg. Seriously, I needed that this morning
4: yeah i mean you you inspire me too man i love that
1: so that just about wraps up volume one of the mountain movers podcast pandemic profiles in these times it's easy to lose yourself among all the chaos and i'm speaking from experience but we're in this together and remember you are never alone love always jake